0: if you don't have freedom in your business you don't really have a business you've got a job this was one of the great pearls of wisdom i took away this week from the fabulous conversation i had with anthony trucks you can catch the episode on my podcast finding proof um He's a former NFL player, he's a business coach and he's a dad and we had a great conversation drawing some lines of analogy between parenting and business ownership. He laid on me this line, if you don't have freedom in your business, you don't have a business, you've got a job. And it sat with me all week and so I'm going to ask you some questions that you're probably not going to like me for, but I really want you to be thinking hard about this. It popped back into my mind this afternoon when I was able to take my kids to the park for this first Monday of spring here in Australia. I have freedom. I have freedom in my business. My business can survive without my day-to-day presence if required. That's not been an overnight thing. That's taken 10 years of work and planning and hiring people, changing things, building systems, changing systems, changing team. Over the years, I've tried all the things. I've done all the different variations on a theme of running my business. And I'm pretty happy with how things are right now. I've got a team that is so open in their communication with me. I've got a team that tells me what they're hearing uh, on the grapevine because they want the business to do well. I'm hearing um, you know, about my team's dreams and hopes and wishes. That's the level of communication I've always wanted in my business and I'm so glad and grateful that I have it now. What I do know is there was a time in my business where I had no freedom, where I had every single financial obligation that my business had was being met by the revenue that I brought into the business. Such t- to such an extent that I would almost panic if one of my children was sick because if I had to take a day off work, less revenue for the business. It was intensely stressful, intensely overwhelming, incredibly isolating, which I know you know is a theme I talk about quite a bit, but I over time realized that I needed to change that I needed my business to stand on its own two feet and survive if I got hit by a bus tomorrow. So I got there through trial and error. I got there by trying all different ways of running my business. But I certainly got there through getting some really damn good mentoring as well. Ask yourself this question, if you are the major or even the sole revenue stream for your business, if your business lives and dies based on your capacity to generate revenue, how much freedom have you got? How much flexibility have you got? I know that you were drawn to running your own business because of that promise of increased freedom and flexibility. I know that's what you thought you were going to get. So I understand when you're now feeling a bit trapped by that dream because you have to work so damned hard every minute of every day in order to keep that dream alive. As Anthony, and Anthony Trucks and I talked about, it's like you've given birth to a brand new baby and you're just watching its every breath, hoping it doesn't die. Your business is just like that in a lot of ways. Ask yourself this question, what would your business do if you were incapacitated? What kind of legacy would your business leave your family in the future? What kind of reliability does your business provide to your community, the community that you serve right now, the community that you made an implied promise to when you opened the doors to your business? So that's a thought that I actually carry around with me, that when I opened the doors to my business, Miles, when I opened the doors to my business, I made a bit of an implied promise to the community that my service would be available um, for as long as I could provide it with breath and sustenance. So what about your business and the implied promise you made to your community when you open the doors to your business? What would happen if you were incapacitated or what would happen if you wanted to take a holiday or have a baby or get sick or your child gets sick? How much flexibility, how much physical presence, how much revenue generation is sitting on your shoulders? How much responsibility for all of that is sitting on your shoulders? So think about this. What systems have you got in place to support you? Now it doesn't necessarily have to be in-house. It could be that you've got a kick-ass mentor who's helping guide you through the next stages of your business. And when I talk about your business and when I talk about your business and its growth, I'm not necessarily talking about it getting bigger. I'm, talk about, I'm talking about its growth, its development, and your growth and development as a business owner. So think about that. Who do you have on your team of support personnel to keep your business afloat? It might be a great accountant, it might be a great mentor, it might be a fabulous administrative officer or practice manager. Who have you got that keeps you breathing as much as your business? What systems have you got in place? What revenue streams have you got? Have you got all your eggs in the one basket? Now I know that in the mental health sector, Many private practitioners are overly reliant on referrals related to Medicare. That's having all your eggs in one basket. How many other revenue streams can you brainstorm? Have a think about non-Medicare therapeutic interventions. If you're in some other business sector and you've got all your eggs in one basket, do some brainstorming. What are some other revenue streams that you could generate that have you working smarter rather than working harder, that don't rely on you to be in the room for all of the things. This is really important for you to be thinking about. It's really important for you to be thinking about if you want your business to survive. Is, here's another dirty question, is your business paying you a decent income? Are you paying yourself a salary? I'm just hearing crickets. Because if your business can't pay you a decent salary, if you're scratching and scraping to just pay all your bills and to just pay for your staff and to just pay for all the things that you can't pay yourself a decent salary, then do you have a business or do you have a hobby? These are really brutal questions. And I'm not apologizing for that because you need to be thinking about these things. You need to sit back and think, do I have a business or do I have a job? Am I a slave to my business in other words? Do I have a business or do I have a hobby? That's even more of a slave. You've got choices about how you run your business. You've got choices around what revenue streams you chase. You've got choices about how you structure your fees. You've got choices about how you structure your team. The world is your oyster as a business owner. You can make all the choices, but you need to know the things that you don't know right now. You need to understand what it is that you've missed. You need to figure out where are the the bits that need ironing out? Where are the inefficiencies? Where are the, wow, I wish I'd known this five years ago things? So get yourself a mentor. Find somebody who's done it before you. Find somebody who's got lots of experience, who knows what the pitfalls might be, who can help you navigate through that. You don't have to do it all the way, all by yourself. But I do want you thinking about this thing, about your freedom and your flexibility, because that's what drew you to have your own business. If you're not getting it, you need to start being honest with yourself and identifying what you need to change So you can start to bring a little bit more quality of life to your life as a business owner. Have a great night. Bye for now.